Keeping an eye on the news, though, uh, that's what we focus on here. Canadians have been told to leave Lebanon, cancel all travel to the country. Same with the United States, same with the UK. Um, Israel has evacuated some pretty sizable northern Israel communities that border Lebanon. There's been a good deal of cross-border violence between Israel and Lebanon, dating back to the Hamas attack of October 7th. The real concern, the real focus in the conversation around the north is that it may soon become the northern front in this ongoing Israeli war. It's not Hamas that's in Lebanon. That's not the concern there. It's Hezbollah. Hezbollah was listed as a terrorist group by the Canadian government back in 2002. Um, Public Safety Canada describes Hezbollah as one of the most technically capable terrorist groups in the world. Um, They are a different animal than Hamas. It would be a different situation. So let's get the insight on exactly what Hezbollah is and what threat they may pose. We're going to speak with Arne Kozlenko, who is a professor specializing in security and intelligence studies at Toronto Metropolitan University. Arne, thanks so much for being here today. I appreciate it. It's my pleasure. So Hezbollah is not new, of course. Like I say, 2002 designated uh, a terrorist group by the Canadian government. Uh, They predated that. They go back much further. Where did they come from and when did they sort of start to form? Well, the the origin story is a little bit murky, but almost everybody agrees they were formed in the early 1980s, uh, usually 1982, um, conceived by Muslim clerics uh, in Iran, uh, and basically as a response to the Iranian Revolution and the desire to sort of spread that revolutionary idea and champion the Shia cause, the Shia Islamic cause. Um, and it, since then, it has emerged, as, a, as you said in your introduction, as a, a very sizable paramilitary uh, force that is, in effect, the, the front guard of Iran's um, uh, regional ambitions. And it has become quite a powerhouse in that respect. Um, and uh, as you stated, they've enjoyed Iranian backing from day one. Iran has always been part of Hezbollah. Hezbollah has always been part of Iran. That's correct. It, it does its uh, it does its bidding in effect, and, and right. there's nowhere more obvious than in Lebanon, where it has set up shops since the 1980s, and in effect uh, become a government within the government. And as a matter of fact, it, it has controlled the government. It has elected members uh, that are Hezbollah tied. It has infiltrated even non-Islamic communities. There are some Christians who are in effect in the pocket of Hezbollah. Uh, if you see a map of Lebanon, especially over the last couple of decades. Um, it looks very much like it's eaten away half of the country in terms of its regional support within there, heavily concentrated in the south. Uh, it runs social agencies. It has economic power. So in a, in, in a long number of ways, it is the sort of shadow government within that country. And that's, of course, the problem is that it's right alongside Israel. And now it becomes the focal point of a potentially expanded war. Stated goals, pretty much the same as Hamas, right? The focus is on Israel and getting rid of Israel. Absolutely. That's been their only real commitment. As, as you know, Hezbollah is a Shia Muslim uh, group, whereas Hamas is a Sunni Muslim group. Uh, Hamas obviously deals principally with Palestinians, Hezbollah with uh, Lebanese. Um, so they, they've had a very rocky road in terms of their relationship. They have rarely seen eye to eye, but their commonality is the mutual hatred of Israel and yeah. their commitment to its destruction. And that's probably where Hezbollah stands now. The question is, is how far is it willing to go to support Hamas? in this war. Uh, And of course, that question actually lies in Tehran, right? That's that's the whole calculation. 
Um, what's the relationship with the people of Lebanon? They, it's, it's been awful. That country has really, really gone through some hard times in the last four or five years, like really hard times. Uh, and like you say, Hezbollah does provide a lot of social need. They, they, you know, when it comes to health, when it comes to education, things like that, they, they do offer that to the Lebanese people. So, so what's the relationship they have with the population of Lebanon? Well, Lebanon is a, it has suffered for, for six decades. I mean, there was oh, yeah. a war in the 1970s and, and multiple invasions by Israel, Syria, and so on in the 1970s and 80s. So this is a population which has suffered in disproportion to almost everybody else. It's also a very diverse population, religiously, ethnically, politically. So the, the question is a little bit tricky, because if you're talking to some populations, Shia Muslim in particular in the South, there would be widespread support for Hezbollah. Um, that's not shared by, of course, uh, non-Muslims, Sunni Muslims, uh, or by Christians, or by anybody else. So the, the, the real issue here is that they have managed to capture a lot of Lebanese politics. They control it. They have uh, been responsible for the assassination of people they don't like. So it's not so much that the whole population of Lebanon is behind them. It's that they're able to, to hold the levers of power economically and politically. What, what's really troubling for all of us is that Israel, in its current state, obviously responding to the incredible violence uh, that was inflicted upon it, um, is very anxious about the, the potential of Hezbollah entering this war. It's going after Hamas, as we all know, and it's deeply committed to that. So will that trigger a larger conflict with Hezbollah, in which case the ultimate price here will be for the Lebanese people? Because I can't imagine that, that Israel's incursion into Lebanon would be restricted. They, they would have to do pretty much the same thing they're, they're thinking of doing in Gaza, which is to go after, uh, Hezbollah. But that's a, a huge exercise, as you pointed out. These are not the same players, right? right? Uh, Hamas is much smaller and, and less equipped. Uh, a war with Hezbollah would, would dramatically expand this conflict. Yeah. I mean, break that down for us if you, if you can. Like, uh, Hamas, I mean, you, you're talking really like an elephant against to fly kind of a thing here in terms of what they're going up against the Israeli military. How much different is it with Hezbollah? It's not like it's a, you know, now you're in the same weight class, is it? I mean, it's still a bit yeah, of a mismatch, yeah. right? Well, that's the great question. So, uh, you know, to break it down by rough estimates, and this includes Western intelligence, you're looking at potentially between 80 and, uh, and 100,000 uh, armed militia, which is huge. Um, you know, roughly speaking, that would be about one third of what Israel is mounting in terms of its military force. So that's quite big. It's notorious for its uh, large stockpile of rockets. And it's demonstrated that use consistently over many years. We shouldn't forget that Hezbollah went to war with Israel in 2006, uh, that Hezbollah has received really uh, considerable funds from Iran and training. We don't know the full extent of that, but that's uh, guaranteed. And they're also combat experience. They have been fighting in Syria since 2011 uh, in defense of the Assad regime. So in many respects, they are totally different weight class. I, I know Israel knows that. It's nothing new to them. But what that means is that the preparation and the scale of operations in Lebanon would be far greater. It's, of course, a bigger country. Uh, there's a lot more people there. Um, and it would be, a, uh, like I said, a dr dramatic is underscored here, right? Mm -hmm. Because the, the, the big issue is what Iran would do in response. Right. And that's everybody's fear. That's why the Americans deployed, you know, their aircraft yep. carrier and, yep. and everything else, because they're worried about Iran's response. So it's a totally different weight class, totally different war, and it would be extraordinarily violent. So it's not necessarily that conflict, but what that conflict may spark with, as you say, Iran, the United States, a larger conflict. 
Yeah, and Iran has been distant from it. They've yeah, been rhetorically they condemning things, but they haven't played their cards yet. So all of those what ifs uh, are really that's why everybody's leaving Lebanon, and understandably so. It's a it's a big what if, and it would be a, a, a nightmare escalation. Uh, Arn, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate you being here. Thank you.